Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Joe Rodriguez coming to you from Bristol, Connecticut. And welcome to another episode of the ETO Podcast. I love the sound of that. Uh, and um, I want to welcome everybody actually watching us for the first time ever on multiple platforms. Going live to YouTube. Going live to Instagram. Going live to... Twitter. What's up, Super? Hey, what's up, Joe? Ahora sí, güey. Te vas a hacer famoso, güey. No manches. Saludos. How do you like them apples, huh? Ay, awesome, man. Awesome. Está chido, ¿no? A, a new beginning. <laughs> La tecnología uh, at its finest, dude. Huevo. Aching. <laughs> uh, hey, so lots to talk about today on the ETO podcast, uh, episode number 42. Damn, it just flies, dude. I know. Número 42. It's uh, it's like holy smokes, man! But um, here we are again, forty-two episodes deep, and uh, lots to talk about, like I mentioned. So why don't we get started right off the bat? And super, I gotta mention this. I know you're not gonna like it, uh -oh. but we have a brand new super leader in Liga MX. Oh shit! Come <laughs> on, man. Why don't we start with ganaron las Chivas? No, Ahí no, 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 no. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> No, no, we got a brand, on, we Joe. got a brand new super leader, and that's Las Aguilas in America for the first time this season. They lead, so let's talk about it, man. Uh, give credit where credit is due. So, right now, uh, they got a chance to avenge last year's uh, final, obviously. So good for them. But um, are they deserving to that first place spot? Well. <laughs> I think, yeah, for sure. I mean, El Piojo is, is in, in my opinion, one of the best coach in Liga MX right now. And he's shown it, like, time and time again, you know. The team looked like uh, they were not going to do good this season. They lost many players last season. And, you know, the beginning of this uh, this season also. So so it's a, it's, it was like almost a, like a brand new team that he got. And, uh, and he managed to, you know, bring them up all the way. And La Cima, man, and it's just uh, it's just amazing the the work that he does, you know. Right. Like I said, I nobody ever expected him to be in this spot. Of course, los Americanistas, ¿verdad? <laughs> Pero yeah, <laughs> don't say and nobody. But but uh, to be realistic, everybody was thinking, oh, you know, I don't think they'll do okay, but not super leaders. And let's just you know take it down a notch because it's no they're not playing good <laughs> they're not playing good they are super they, leaders after seven yes but they're games, they, they're getting rounds. their results but okay. they're not playing good but the is they're not playing but the at the end of the day isn't see. that what matters no getting I, the result i know but remember it's los grandes they have to play good mm. and be on the top so 
you know, that's what we ask for Chivas too. But unfortunately, hey, we are where we are. So, <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a whole other topic coming up ahead. Um, all right. So yeah, I mean, they're they're the the super leaders, and uh, as I mentioned, they got a chance to uh, get a little vengeance by defeating Monterrey, which is another interesting topic in its own. Um, I mean, are they done? Is the season over for them? What do you think? Uh, it's very complicated, but you got to remember, this is Liga MX. Last right. year, they came in eighth place, and they were champions. So it's like, you know, do you think, do you really want to say that uh, Monterrey is done? No, I'm, I'm it's a question. It's a, just uh, a question. I know, I know, but... uh. It's it's uh it's tough. It's gonna be tough because they're not really playing that good, you know. They no tienen ni pies ni cabeza, you know. It's this team is just uh it's almost like they changed it, you know, from one season to the next, you know. Yeah, it's really um it's really tough to say if um if you finish in Liga MX in that last place, right? As long as you sneak into the playoffs, it's really hard to count you out. You know, so that's why like I asked that question. Is their is their um, season done? But that's because of how bad they played. You know what I mean? So uh, I I don't know. I don't think that um, it's it's really hard to argue that anybody is out, right? Because there's only seven rounds that we played so far. But remember, it's only seventeen weeks. So now it's only ten remaining, right? It's so <clears throat> you know they have to like pick up the pace. We're almost like halfway into the season, so it's it's they have to like i said really get, start getting those points and by 3 not one point doesn't count you have to get the three points you, you especially if you're in that situation like monterrey now have they won a game this season i mean i think just uh, uh you know the one what is it that they won that yeah so it's it's just it's tough it is gonna be all right. Uh, I'm gonna bring in uh, the third party, uh, the third, uh, the third member. I was gonna say the third party, the third member of our ETO podcast, uh, Edwin Casares. Edwin, how's it going, brother? What's going on, guys? How are you? Oh man, hold hello. On. Can hello? you, can yeah, yeah, you hear us, Edwin? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's going go. on, guys? Oh, how are y'all? How are y'all? Good, brother. You doing good. A ver, super. Hey, we're what all good, man. No, and I was gonna say Monterrey. They have not won a game actually. <laughs> it, it's they haven't. It, yeah, they tied. They tied against Morelia. That was the only. That was the only game they have actually got a point. No, it's three. Yeah, they got three points. It's three ties. Yeah, three and ties. Lost. And it's like the, they tied Chivas as the worst uh, campeon to start uh, to start a tournament. So on seven matches, they haven't won a game. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's really, really that's bad, crazy. Edwin. What do you what do you think um, for for you this season? What's more impressive, America being super leaders right now, or Monterrey just being where they're at? For for me, America, man, America. I mean, if you put all the injuries they have had, all the players that left the team, I mean, I think Piojos somehow managed to put a team together that is not playing good for sure, but they're keep on winning games and that made them they get them enough points to be first place now what do you think super well yeah for sure man like i said it's well now america on top monterrey the last place when they were like uh the finalist you know it's it's <laughs> it's crazy how that could happen 
in this, you know, in a, in a league like so competitive and as La Mexicana, you know? It's well, just, that's yeah, the, yeah, of course. That's the nature of it, right? Hey, when one of one of well, one of the things that is that that's, that's in favor of Monterrey is that I think this is the Coronada Siete for for the Liga MX this past one, and you have to be you have to be able to at least make a, well twenty four points to be able to qualify, and it's still got at least ten games that's thirty points to be able to get get enough points and qualify for the for the Liguilla. Yeah, and actually, we're going to put up the standings right now, Edwin, as you can see. So, America right now, they're in 16th, I mean, in first place, 16 points. Leon, 15 points. Pumas with 14. They lost for the first time, so that's another team that we got to talk about. Um, but right now, if you were to put uh, those three teams at the top, America, Leon, and Pumas, who would you say uh, is the best team right now? Is America really the better team, or who do you think is the best team? For 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 me, Pumas honestly, Pumas the way the way they've been playing, it's it, it's great. It's a great performance overall. All three lines, the midfielder, defenders, and the forwards are playing amazing. Pollo Saldivar seems like since he got the captain ban, he's been he's been performing at another different level. Even though yeah, this past game he made a mistake where Morelia tied the game for them to tie, and then and then Morelia ended up winning, but. I think the the performance of the of the team overall has been great throughout the season. Super. What do you think? Well, um, like I said, it's it, I think Edwin has it right, man. It's it's just um, you know, right now the top eight eight eight, eight play teams. I'm sorry, and uh, it's it's crazy how um, you know Pumas, Leon, and America. It's just they're just you know. Playing well, so good, go ahead, Edwin. Well, if you look up, if you look up Pumas, if you look at their squad, if you look at the the players that brought for this season, they're not. They weren't players with big names out there. They were play. They were players that they needed, like Johan Vasquez, Lineno on the uh, playing on top, Alvarez, Salcedo. They're being, those are players. They're performing great, and they complement great uh, their style of Mitchell and in, in the inside the field. Like it's not there. Johan Vasquez was a bench in Gallados last season. Was a bench in Monterrey, and then suddenly he became that solid center back that they needed for the season to become better. That's yeah. That's crazy how like uh, players can players do that. You know, like in one team they they can't they can't seem to like uh, you know reach their their best game and then they go to a different one and it's like a completely different player the same thing happened yeah. like the guy from Chivas that, that went uh, from Chivas to Pumas he's doing really good you know yeah uh, Mayorga Mayorga I'm sorry yes yeah no it is Mayorga and uh, uh, Mayorga Mayorga there you go something like that yeah, yeah and then this, and Saldivar Saldivar is playing good in, in, in Puebla no so um, oh. it, you know, it's. I'm. I'm not saying that it's the best player, but it, they're doing really good. They're doing good things. So, it's look at Puebla. They they won this I mean, this past game. So, if you yeah, and if you look at the contrast of that, it's all the players that Chivas brought for this season, and none of them have actually won the actual spot. And the team doesn't seem to be playing the way Tena wants them to play. Even though they were getting results in the beginning, now the team can look kind of flat on the field. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's great. Yeah, that's right too. How the Chivas players they were re doing really good, like with Necaxa, 
and and with their respective teams. And now Chivas is just, <laughs> you know, they can't it, seem to to reach that level. And you know who also has been, you know who also has been playing real solid. And I have to bring this up because a lot of I feel like a lot of uh, people don't give credit. It's to Santos. Santos has been has been maintaining maintaining that 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 style of playing and that solid that solid style since maybe three seasons ago and they keep on winning games important games they keep on making it to La Liguilla yeah yeah and uh I no I think Santos is doing good they haven't really uh you know they kind of fall in in the um towards the end but it, you know they do play really well so let's see what happens they're already in eighth place this in this this Liga MX in this uh, yeah. apertura, clausura, this one. So, um, clausura, I think. Yeah. So it's just, you know. It's, it's, it's one of those things that you look at and you see how the Liga MX can go from having Monterrey champion from champion from past season and then starting after a couple of months uh, of winning the championship and starting again this new, this new season. Monterrey has, has now the record or the of the world uh, champion. Um, a beginning of a season, right? Like beginnings, beginnings of a season. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has it has a record, and you you look at it, and you're like, you they didn't change players, they didn't change the coaching staff. There's nothing that would you you would think that affects them in a in in a big way for the team to be losing all this type of all, all these games. It's, it's the curse of Pizarro. <laughs> Se les fue Pizarro. I mean, that, y... Is that what I mean, I might say you're right because that happened to Pachuca after the championship. Pizarro left to Chivas and Chivas, oh. Chivas won the championship. Pizarro left to Rayados and it's kind of been the same thing, right? There you go. La maldición de Pizarro. <laughs> La maldición. And the same La maldición thing, del 20. You're right. Listen, and then Chivas, Chivas, he was champion with Chivas and then he left yeah. and then Chivas just, dude, Oh, yeah, I think we just discovered something hey, here. Hey, speaking of uh, <laughs> La Maldición de Chivas and Pizarro, all right, super, let's get into it. Let's talk about Chivas. Oh, yes. All right, so I, I, I need you to defend them, okay? I need you to tell me why you think that last Friday's game was, was not a fluke. Tell me why. Well... Because they got the three points. <laughs> Just as simple as that. As simple as that. But listen, I didn't like the way they played, though. It, it, they, they, Who did? They did, you know. They maybe got, maybe got Tena did. Uh, even Tena said it. Listen, <laughs> he said it in, the, in La Conferencia, the prensa, he said um, that last game, they should have lost that game, that right. they deserved better to get at least a tie, and they lost. And this this game, they won the game, but uh, you know Cholos didn't deserve to to lose, so they and they lost. So it's just the way it I is, mean, you know. This tournament is. Well, Go ahead. Once you look at every once you look at every team that the Chivas has played, um, the Chivas has played. They don't oh, has beat like they beat been during the the pre previous games. Like the, the the games that Chivas won, none of those teams actually deserve to lose. Like Chivas was playing, Chivas playing a not a solid game, but they have been playing a real. They've been real inconsistent in their way they've been playing. But they, I mean, they get enough points, man. 
No, yeah, and, and the, the the problem with Chivas is that they play like it's it's like just moments of the game that they 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 peak and then they just fall and you know it's crazy how they just disappear. It's like and the second halves are their worst enemies. You know, it's like they play good in the first half and then they just fall. Like that's what happened with Tigres. They were playing good the first but, half and then they three zero. Yeah. You know, but then, then again, you look at Chivas and you look at all the other teams from Liga MX, and that has been the problem with every single team. That was the problem with Chivasu last season, this season, that they they play good the first twenty minutes, thirty minutes, first half, and then second second half they all fall down, and then that's when they they end up um, losing those three points or end up tying tying and losing two points that were important, and they seem to haven't the back they haven't the back since the first half. I just personally think that uh, when you when you get a a team that has one man advantage for maybe like 60 70% of the game and is unable to score another goal it's a big problem you know there's yep. there's regardless of who you are i just don't understand how it appears as though chivas started playing worse when they had ten, uh the one man advantage yes yes for sure and uh and i don't know if uh <laughs> It's just like, like I said, once again, it's just the style that that, that Tena decided to do, just not risk it. You know, he he was he was it was but, almost like he wanted to defend that one goal throughout the game. It's okay. like, dude, you got to so, goal at the second minute. No, but but to me, to me that was smart because your team is not is not performing the way you wanted to perform or the way it was playing in the in the first three jornadas. So why not defend that goal that you already have? That you already have. And keep those three points. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I mean, you'd rather take three points and then uh, three points home back to the Guadalajara instead of uh, instead of uh, because if you want to score more, you want and you're risking it. You end the end of time playing that game and you end up taking one point or uh, even worst case scenario, you end up losing the game. Yeah, but but they had one man advantage. They had no, one the, more man in the, the field, that, man. And that that does not matter. That does not matter, man. You seem you you have seen teams that have played they have played better games with ten players or nine players in the field than when they had those eleven. And that has that's everywhere: Europe, uh, South America, Central America, in Mexico, U.S. You've seen every time that happens. Why? Because the players, the the ten players that are on the field, they get motivated to be to to make that extra effort. And then you and. And then you end up risking that game, and you're risking those three points. And I'd rather do that, defend the whole game, and take those three points home. And those three points at the end might help you to make make it to La Liguilla than losing or tying that game. Yeah, but but not but now by by not risking and trying to go get another goal, they risk of like they almost like tie that game. That if if um if he didn't miss the PK, uh, what's his name um. Um, ah, I lost it. You went Here. blank. I went. It blank doesn't matter. Okay, sure. but what about it? Uh, anyways, if he if he didn't miss that pick, he had the opportunity to 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 um to score the the tie, and I, he missed the pick eight. And then the referee also didn't call because he was he should have been uh re he should have retake the penalty kick because one of the defenders uh, jumped into the box. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 You're, you're right. It, that's what I'm saying. You're he right. Risked it, no, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you could have t ended up tying the game no, you're with right. ten men. You know, with one man advantage. It was just a horrendous game. That's that's kind of like what I'm getting at. Um, it was bad. And what do you guys think about that 
you know, la patada voladora del el, um, Linus. Red car or no red car? Oh, nah. I think that was a little too harsh. Red car. I mean... Well, I would have given him the red car. Uh, really? I mean, every... Yeah. I know it every was... Every... I mean, with the new... Huh? No, I, it, it was... It was... a. Uh, uh, Yeah, maybe a little too harsh, but I I, I don't know, dude. I, I I saw the replay, and, you know, when you see that, that the guy goes down, and, you know, I you know that you can hit him. You could have put your, your foot down. Yeah, I know what you mean, but at the end of the day, I think also it, it's, I, I don't know, man. It, it's not like it was intended. To me, no, it was a red car, I know, I know. A red car, 95% of the time should be when the guy is intending to do that. Um, hey, really quick, uh, super. So uh, it looks like we're having a, a whole game. But this is the very first time that we're doing this uh, through Instagram Live and all this other stuff. So uh, we're getting a lot of little hiccups oh here and boy. there. We've been disconnected like uh, several on, times. Man. Hey, are you serious? I'm, I'm uh, dead serious. I don't, I, I don't. I think our fans are not going to be too happy with this. But maybe it's just the uh, maybe it's the bandwidth. You know what? Or maybe it's Verizon. Or Comcast or whoever the hell I have. I gotta blame. Yeah, blame I gotta blame them. somebody because, uh, you know, this program is uh, apparently supposed to be pretty good. And again, we're on Instagram Live right now, and it's something that we're trying out for the first time. Uh, typically, we've been doing this, um, you know, show on YouTube, but then uh, we keep on cutting off, cutting off here and there. But anyhow, hopefully next time around we're gonna improve and uh, just get it better. So for those of you guys still tuning in, thank you very much for tuning in. Super Mojado still loves you guys. Right, Super? Claro, la leyenda. Los ama. <laughs> anyway, so getting back into um, into football. Uh, Ramon just said right now, so no red card. He was trying to clear the ball, and uh, yeah. he stuck his head. I know well, that Ramon's an Americanista, but still, dude. Still. I, think, I mean. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, guys. I don't know, guys. I mean, with the new... With the new set of rules of Liga MX and around the world, that that that's always saying that that has been arrested. That's a red card no matter what. And even if a bar sees it that way, they they let the ref know and they go immediately call the red card. The ref didn't even think it twice, so it's a red card. Yeah, and it whether was, you have the intention or you don't. It was a little dramatic though because he did get a really deep cut and he was bleeding like a. You know, like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the same. It's, it's like it's like the same red card the the Giovanni dos Santos uh, or the Pollo Briseño got last season because yes. of Giovanni dos Santos. Yeah, but esa esa estaba esa estaba más aparatosa. That was like no. really yeah, yeah but no, that was like but, ugly but, looking, but, dude. And, but I don't. And he took out a chunk think, of his. But uh, I don't think at the end. Yeah, but remember, your head is is harder than your than your leg. So if it was his leg, it would have taken no. a big chunk okay. also. <laughs> yeah, but at the end, at the end, I don't think I don't think Puyo Briseño had the intention of doing that to Giovanni. It's the same yes. thing as Linus; they have the intention of doing this. No, so I, you kind of you kind of do that, and you look at both plays, and yeah, they're both deserving the red card. No, I I get it. I I I understand what you mean. Like I I know that neither one of them had the intention. What I what I uh, I'm trying to say is just the damage. You know what I mean? The damage of Giovanni was yeah. a lot more visible. You know, it was like more. Well, did, did you well, see? Yeah, this yeah, the blood. Man, I saw, I saw, is, I saw, this... I saw the blood, right? But yeah. I mean, I get it. But it was because I, I don't know, man. I mean, like I'm, <laughs> I guess I, 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 I put myself in a corner I right think, there. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I think, I'm surprised. I think, I think Joe is an Americanista, like a closet. 
but, but, right? No, yes, no, I think no, so. no, 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 no. We gotta change. We gotta check your shirt, man. No, check your jacket. Dude. What's under your jacket? Not, man? not at all. I hey, see yellow. Hold on, hold on. Here, here I see yellow. Here's man. my team. <laughs> That's no, my team. No, but but uh, you know you know what uh, what I think. That another another take to another way to look at this is I'm surprised that they let him play. I know you want to continue playing, but that's a, a head injury, man. You cracked open your forehead. You know you were bleeding like a lot. And well, I mean, and, and but but listen, you know, and if we now if we go to like the comparison again of MLS against Liga MX, do you think they would have let the guy play in MLS? No. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No, because I, I think so. I mean, no, over here I mean, they have a lot more rules than than that than you have to. And like, that's and and that's one of the things that the MLS is doing wrong here. No, uh, but it's 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 a physical. If, if you're clear, yeah, if you're clear. If you're if you want to continue to play, you're not bleeding anymore. I mean, we go back in time to where Guille Franco played a final against Atlante. He was bleeding. He played a semifinal against Atlante. He was bleeding. So bad, it was set up in his forehead. He even scored a goal bleeding when back in the day with Rayados. No, yeah, we, I we'll understand. Back, I understand. We'll that. go back to the semifinal with uh, with Mexico U17 with La Momia, La Momia Gomez. He he cracked open his head in the post, and then he went back and scored that Chilena for Mexico to qualify to the final. I mean. It's, it's just part of the game, man. It's soccer. No, I understand. I understand. But, uh, you know, every player doesn't want to uh, obviously stop playing. But La Liga, they have to protect the players. You're supposed to protect your players. You know, if, if you, like I said, a head injury, I, I know it's it could seem like, oh, there's nothing. You know, we'll just wrap it up and you go back on the field. But what happens if the player in the middle of the, you know, you know, after a few minutes of playing, then he just you know, passes out. That's it. And he ha he goes into like a freaking... Uh, uh, well, I mean, this is where you have medics in the field and you have the whole medical staff. Yeah. Yeah, but then you're risking trying to, it. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's a and risk. You, and you're, you're clear. But that's a risk. You So if that was to happen and then he, he end, ends up like, uh, you know, having some serious consequences yeah. over that, then, you know, what, what are you waiting for? Like, for that to happen? I, yes. mean, I mean, from a player perspective, I... I think I'd rather risk it than than not being playing, not play the game. Yeah. I mean that's that's on me. Yeah, it's on me. You know, it's a different no, vision. No, yeah, but uh, I understand. Like I, I, it happened to me too. I crack open my head and I wanted to continue playing, but I, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm not gonna risk it. They're not paying me to do yeah. that. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah, obviously I have to think about myself, my health, my family. You know, because anything mm -hmm. could happen. So um, I just think that that's they should be there should be more of a like something to protect the player, you know, and I know you want to just keep him on the field. I know the player wants to continue playing, you know, the, no player will ever say, listen, oh no, I, I'll just, uh, I'll just go out. But, you know, like I said, it's, they should really think about that. I think MLS, that's, I like that. I like the rule that if, yeah, if I think, uh, the, yeah, player safety is a, is a, it's an important thing. And I think that some leagues are definitely better than others, but, um, You know, in this case, it's, uh, you know, the player was, uh, he turned out to be okay. He was back on the field. You know, the whole precautionary thing because of the blood is a whole different story, right? But in any case, I mean, that's kind of like yeah. what, what happens. Um, I wanted to uh, also just kind of switch uh, topics really quick. And before we wrap up uh, with Liga MX, 
Um, I want to ask, uh, I don't know how many Cruz Azul fans are out there watching us right now, but uh, are they <laughs> contenders or are they pretenders? When I'll start with you, what do you think, dude? It's, it's, it's like every season with Cruz Azul. You get your hopes up, you keep on thinking the report, the players, the brand new players they're bringing are going to are gonna actually take you to the next level and then you end up being left at the end of the season with uh, the same players that played from last season and now Pablo Aguilar is injured, they're out for the rest of the season, I think, and it all depends, man, it all depends if they find that, that key player in the midfield that, that can help help them move that, move that ball around and keep that ball with them and and scoring, it's a big deal for them because they don't have that forward that they they need to they need, they couldn't find that forward. I know some other some other players that we're actually bringing trying to bring on, they they end up falling through. So I don't know, man. It's have to see. In Brazil, it's a 50-50 chance all the time. So we'll have to we'll have to see until the end of the season, honestly. What do you think, Super? No, he's right. He's right. Uh, Cruz Azul has done it time and time again. You know. At this point, I think their fans they should just say, "Listen, you know, we'll wait until the end because we won't set, we won't start like getting too uh, uh, our hopes too high because then we just when they fall, you know, it, it, they're gonna fall hard <laughs> because this what 20, 21, 22 years uh, that they haven't been champions so and they've been in finals and they just don't. Don't have what it takes, I guess. So, in other, <laughs> so in other words, uh, it there's really even no telling what could happen with, yeah, with Cruz Azul. Like, yeah, yes, there's no telling. I will not get my hopes high, man. And Cruz Azul fans, <laughs> siempre la Cruz Azulena, así que don't don't get too excited. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it comes with the, um, it comes with the turf, right? Hey, really quick, Edwin, I know that you asked this question earlier, so I wanted to ask you, um. It's uh, it's actually pretty directed to you, and uh, what I want to know is, do you think it's time for Tuca to start thinking about the next stage in his career, and if so, why? I I mean, the, they even Tuca has said it himself the next the next chapter in his career will be retirement. He said uh, in 2021, whenever it, he ends up contract with Tigres, he's um, he's gonna retire or he's he's gonna retire from coaching. So. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of uh, seeing, seeing who's who's willing to stay in, to to um, be in that team. As a as a player, uh, there's times when you get tired of the same of the same speech, you get tired of the same of the same uh, style. You get you just get tired of that same coaching uh, coaching method. So it all depends, man. It all depends. I think I think I don't think Suka is is. It's the one that needs to leave. I think some of the players on Tigres are the ones that need to like start moving to different teams because also they're not as they're not as young as they were when they got to the team. So um, I think I don't I don't think you have to get rid of Tuca. You have to get rid of some players. They're not working on your on your system anymore. And I don't I don't think they're gonna uh, get rid of Tuca. That's for sure. I think that uh, la trayectoria del Tuca is it's well respected and full Mexicano and I don't think Tigres is gonna be the first one that uh, because he has given everything to to Tigres he's been there what 10 years and five uh, championships well, it's just it's, well more more than 10 years he's been there for three three different three different times already 
in theaters. I've coached him in three different uh, eras. Yeah, yeah, but he's been there. I think it's more than ten years. But consecutive, he's been there for ten years. And At least. Yes, and uh, like I said, yeah. five championships. Like I know for sure that they're not gonna let him go, or uh, that's not that's not happening. But um, yeah, I mean. It, Todo se acaba, you know. La era de 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 mm -hmm. el Tuca is gonna come to an end, and it's sooner than later because you know, yeah, he's getting older, and and I'm like uh, Edwin said, he's he he has talked about retirement already, and um, but I don't see it, yeah, in, in, I, in this way that you kind of like. I think they need yeah. to just get prepared for it, you know. Yeah, I think the you know you're right that it, it's just a matter of time before that happens. So if uh, um, I don't, I don't think that Tigres really has like a strategy or a plan of what they're gonna end up doing mm -hmm. after he's gone. That's just I, kind of my opinion. Actually, if, if if I can give you like a little exclusive on that. Oh, Edwin para Tigres. No, no, no. Edwin para Tigres. No, 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 no. No, they they have been uh, Juninho since he retired has been working right next to Tuca as in, in the coaching staff and now he's coaching the U20 because okay. the plan for Tigres is to as soon as uh, Tuca retires bringing in Juninho as their as the head coach of Tigres now and keeping that same style that Tuca had but with the uh, fresher fresher uh, of, um, idea with fresher ideas with pre a fresh idea of the style of playing. Okay, that's fair. I think that that's kind of smart then if they have that. A lot of teams in Europe end up doing that sometimes. You know, they have like that mm -hmm. next in command or they have like, you know, that player. And it's actually refreshing mm -hmm. to hear that it's a name like Juninho and it's not El Profe Cruz or uh, <laughs> El... Who's the <laughs> other guy that... Who's the other guy that we... Uh, El Ojitos Mesa. Ojitos Mesa. Ojitos, Ojitos Mesa. <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry, but I'm just happy to hear that uh, that that you're giving us that information, um, Edwin. So I see mm -hmm. Super though. Look at him; he's uh, thinking, "Oh, I want my dinosaurs back." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Believe me, it's not that I want him. It's what the teams get. You know, it's what we have. I get it. All right, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, switch topics now. Let's talk about the extranjeros um, here in um, in El Tri Online. Obviously, we keep traps of every every single Mexican player playing abroad or outside of Mexico, that is. And uh, right now, the one player that I think most of us are concerned with is uh, Irving Lozano, El Chucky. And I say that because the move to Napoli was supposed to be like a splash move. It was supposed to be uh, something that catapulted him to another level. But the reality has been completely different. Uh, Chucky Lozano has played very little. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti took him over to Napoli to you know, to, to be one of his core players, one of his star players. But obviously, Ancelotti's gone. And now uh, that Genaro Gattuso took over, it appears as though, like, uh, Chucky has been put in the back burner. So the question here is, does uh, Lozano just need to run the hell out of Napoli? Or does he just kind of wait his time? or And does he, uh, and if he does run out of Napoli, does he chase... Ancelotti and go to Everton. So, uh, Super, I'll start with you. <laughs> well, let me just say one thing first. I told you so, man. Didn't that? Didn't I say that when he was moving to Italy? I said, nope. That's the. That's. I don't think. I don't agree with that. I think that's that's not a team for for Chucky. But hey, 
the players go with you know what the money is, man. And they were they paid very good money for him. Yeah, absolutely. A, a bad investment. That's what the everybody's saying. And uh, unfortunately, you know, it's it's sad because Chucky is a good player. It's just that he just fell into uh, a soccer that it doesn't fit his style. Hey, I super, think. super sorry. Really quick. Uh, I like the shirt you're wearing, dude. You want to like raise it up and you want to show. Uh, look uh, at you. Uh, I stop. <laughs> hey, I stop. Did Pro you, ATO member. <laughs> did you see that, Edwin? Are you jealous? You want one too? <laughs> I, I kind of want one, man. And I'm, uh, I'm waiting for mine to get here. Orale. Uh, hey, shit. by the way, uh, I mean, let me see. Stand up again, Super. Uh, let's see if we can. Uh, let's see. Well, no, that's not it. There it is. I start. So who wants to uh, get a, one of those uh, ETO shirts? Así so if you guys want. Participen, participen. Yeah, yeah, comenten yeah. aquí en el, en el live uh, este feed. Así que mándenos sus comentarios. Aquí, aquí tenemos a varias personas ahorita en el podcast. Uh, at least on Instagram. Let's see. Who do we see here? We see Dagaman, uh, Anarama, PVA, Denver. What's up, Denver? D uh, D L A O, Dreville, Josue, twenty three. Uh, and let's see, Tanque. I like that name, dude. <laughs> T underscore Anke. Uh, <laughs> he, he's there. Better food. What's up, Bere? We uh, said what's up to Ramon uh, and Luis. Uh, also tuning in. So what's up to all of you? So if you guys wanna. Uh, t-shirt, make sure that you give us a holler and let us know that you would like a t-shirt and then we'll end up raffling one at the end of the night. All right, sorry to cut yes, you off, no, Super. No, no, saludos, saludos a toda la banda que nos sigue. You know, thank okay. you for being with us. Well, and anyways, I was saying, yes, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I personally don't like the Italian style of play and uh, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in, in England, you know, going with Everton if that was to happen, you know. A ver, pues ahora tú, este, Edwin, what do you think? What do you think should uh, happen with Chucky? Uh, I mean, I don't think the move to Napoli was wrong, but as long as Gattuso's there, he's not going to play. Right. As uh, as a coach, as a as a the coach mentality is once you have a once you have a set like of uh like players set on your head and you you're gonna you're gonna die with that team. You're gonna die with that player. You're gonna give everything for that player. The same thing that Ancelotti was was doing with Chucky when Chucky was there. Um. Mm -hmm. When Ancelotti was there, I'm sorry. Uh, Ancelotti would always put Chucky uh, right. in every every game. He would always start him, even though Chucky wasn't giving the results that he needed to give to the team. He wasn't. He was in, um, um, putting all playing the way that he was playing in PSV. Um, even though even though he wasn't having the great career that he was having in in Holland or Netherlands, right? Um, he he was he would always play with them no matter what, and yeah. that was his player. Right. So if, as long as Gattuso, as long as Gattuso's there, he's not gonna play. Either yeah. you wait for Gattuso to get sacked and try to win over the try to win over the other the coach, the next coach, or you move to another team. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. I think um, I think uh, that's uh, something that Chuki's gonna have to make a decision on soon. Because you're right, as long as Gattuso's there, and Gattuso's getting kind of fed up with the Mexican media and a bunch of different media just attacking him. So. <laughs> Um, anyhow, so it's an interesting situation that's still ongoing with uh, Chucky Lozano. Right now, the one that just continues to hold it down is Jimenez by far, right? I mean, I think that he's the only one that's just and, like... And Tecatito, no? Oh, and Tecatito, too. Tecatito's playing really well. Anyways, but yeah, it, the only problem of Chucky is going to be that uh, they, they spend a lot of money on him. So I don't know if... Uh, whoever decides or would want to bring him to their team is going to 
want to you know open the wallet like that. Yeah. You know, so that's that's one of the downs for him. He's just gonna have to I mean, be stuck in the bench. I don't know though. Did we lose we lose him? Like I said, all the bench. Um, I don't think that he's gonna play him, put it, put him to play. Oh, I think we lost him again. Are you there, uh, Edwin? We got you right. Our connection is kind of like yeah. Just, uh... Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Can all you right. guys hear me? Yeah, we got you, dude. We got you. Uh, it's true. It's true. Okay. It's true. Um, that, that's what's going to happen. But, um, anyway, uh, speaking of extranjeros and, uh, the, the, the changes that are coming that continue to come and, uh, the players that are, they keep on coming over to MLS, there's a new name, a new rumor, a new rumor, right? Yes. Jorgen Dam. <laughs> what do you el think super, about El Super Di Maria. El <laughs> El Di Maria Mexicano, el Cristiano Ronaldo Mexicano. No manches, güey. <laughs> why is that? Tell, tell us why is that. Uh, explain yourself. Uh, because of the way he celebrates. That's about it. That's, ah, that's okay. about it. The way he celebrates. Okay, porque ni se parece ni nada. That's pretty tampoco. much it. Ah, bueno. En lo, black, en, en, lo, en lo musculoso, nada más. <laughs> you, you know that uh, Jurgen Dam actually, at one point, uh, I can't remember like the actual date. But at one point, he was considered the fastest player on the planet. I don't know if you guys remember. Well, he was considered the faster player, the faster, the fastest player being able to dribbling the ball while dribbling the ball. While dribbling, he was over Garrett Bell. Uh, It was yeah, he was it was him and then Garrett Bell. Yeah, and that that was just a a hiccup, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was that was. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong; he's pretty fast. Uh, one out of the ten crosses that he does are good. Like that's about it. That's all he has. He's not. That's, yeah. That is one of the reasons why he got. I mean, he he got rid of Pachuca. Got rid of him because they had <laughs> Chucky Lozano, and I mean, you yeah. see the careers now. The big changes on that. No, right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense why they made that change. Um. All right. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see if he does end up doing anything in MLS. If he ends up even getting picked up. Uh, but I can see mm-hmm. his career be something similar, like to uh, what happened with Carlos Fierro. You know what I mean? Guys of that caliber. You know, guys. Oh, I were... forgot about him. <laughs> I, for, I, I forgot he's in the. Air, I forgot he's in San Jose. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I honestly did forget. Yeah, he's in San Jose. Uh, no, I, I, thought, I thought he was. I thought he was retired already. <laughs> no manches, man. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I mean, he comes from Chivas, so. All right, so that uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see like you know what happens with him, but also uh really quick, I just wanna ask you guys so this weekend obviously MLS the, uh, begins um and all four of the big guys <laughs> for los, lack of a better term, right? So Chicharito sí, 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 Chicharito El Pulido, Vela, and Pizarro all play. So, Edwin, who uh, of those scores? You don't have to say just one name. You can pick all or none. I think I think the one that's going to have the better game this weekend will be Vela. And surprisingly, it's going to be Alan Pulido. Okay. What about you, Super? What do you think? Well, uh, Las Chivas Galácticas, huh? the real Chivas Galácticas are going to play this weekend in MLS. <laughs> 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 los cuatro, los cuatro fantásticos. All right, so, 
So, I, I, bueno, I think, bueno, digo, digo, Pizarro salió, Pizarro, Pizarro from Pachuca, you're saying this, right? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but uh, he has shown that who, where his heart is. <laughs> he says he wants to retire. Chivas, anyway, so, so go ahead. <laughs> anyways, the, I think <laughs> all four are going to do great. I think we're going to see a goal from Los Cuatro Fantásticos. Oh, wow. Yep. He's calling it. I'm calling it. Listen. And we're gonna see uh, more more than on, four goals, so you know somebody's gonna. I, score I think I think there's I think there is a better chance of Pizarro scoring than Chicharo. <laughs> oh, el Chichaje wow. regresó el Chichajeter. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll see how ends up, how things end up working out. All right, so now let's switch uh, to uh, more MLS teams, and this is uh, in the Concacaf Champions League, right? Uh, they're. Um, the the sole um, matchup uh, is between Leon and um, LAFC, but I want to actually talk about uh, the other games first. So on Tuesday tomorrow, uh, it's Cruz Azul versus Portmore from Jamaica, and uh, for those of you guys who missed that game, Cruz Azul ended up struggling. So right now they're up two to one in Mexico City. At when uh, does Cruz Azul take care of business over there? Easy peasy. Yeah. No yeah, issues. Um, right? Yeah, more than likely yes. All right, super no issues with Cruz Azul, right? No doubt. They're at home, so yeah. El Azteca, El yeah. Gigante. Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue against that. Now, on Wednesday, it's a completely different animal because now you have uh, America playing Comunicaciones also in uh, Mexico City, uh, and that game is tied one apiece. And then the other game is going to be uh, Alianza Tigres, right? Tigres versus Tigres, and that game is... 1-2 in favor of Alianza from El Salvador. Yes. So, si no se ponen las, tig las pilas tigres, they could be one of the surprises, man. Hey, man, it's, it's in El Volcán. Come on, do you really yeah, think? No, no, no doubt board teams are going to advance. Yeah. No doubt. So, no you guys doubt, have no man. doubt, like, just... No. no. Zero chances, huh? No. We're going to see... All, all I know is we're going to see a lot of goals this week. And, uh, que, que se and we're going to... We're, we're, Que se we're una gonna see some, some Liga MX semi. Yeah, we're gonna see some <laughs> Liga MX semifinals for the Conca Champions. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, I guess that that's that. <laughs> what about for uh, Thursday's game, LAFC versus uh, Leon? Is there any chance that LAFC ends up doing anything right there? What do you guys think? Super. I see you like wanting to scream something out, dude. Yes, sir. I think LAFC has a good chance. They're at home, and. Um, you know, all they gotta do is, you know, do what they did last season, which was, hey, they were great. They were scoring a lot of goals, Bella, and you know, hopefully they're they got a little more rhythm. That I, you know, it's complicated. It's on one week difference, but we'll see. What about you, uh, Edwin? What are you thinking, brother? I I mean, for more than I want LAFC to to advance and to do to do good in the CONCA Champions League and MLS, see a little something different. But I think no one's going to take it easy. Uh, LAFC is still in preseason. They're barely going to play the first game next weekend. Um, so I don't I don't, I don't see LAFC advancing. I see Leon at least winning 1-0 or 2-0 this game again. And there's just no hope for, uh, for none of the uh, non-Mexican teams. Uh, you know... It, it. I mean, I get it. Like they've obviously shown that for the last, like, what is it, like, ten, eleven years, they've been pretty dominant, and they've won the tournament time and time again. But I think that's one of the things that makes this tournament kind of boring at the same time, because there's only yeah. four. There's only four Mexican teams, 
and it's great for the region, but I feel like, you know, that's where like the, the competition just doesn't add up to it. And there's a big problem right there. Yeah, like this this tournament is set for for the for either Mexican teams to to always win it. Um, yeah. I mean the format is it's it's pathetic the the way that they they switched it up from being a year round like a whole year round tournament to be now all just quarterfinals and then and well Mexican teams only appearing on the well quarter, because the it was pretty pathetic, and, dude. That's why that's why they did yeah. that because then they would go and play these like home and away series or there's this group like type stage and then you have these mm-hmm. Liga MX teams playing against you know very small teams beat them like a nothing and like seven nothing and it would make it even worse so at least here they had a chance and obviously like every now and then you I see don't... an MLS team do decent right like just like we saw Toronto make it all the way to the final against uh Chivas, Chivas a few years ago Chivas, you know yeah, yeah. so I mean mm-hmm. I, I think it's just a matter of time to me but it, I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's also like you know what makes the the um, the tournament a little bit dull, man. Um, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would love to see I would love to see people, uh, teams from uh, Central America and the MLS playing against each other in the quarterfinals, and then Mexican teams playing against each other in the quarterfinals, and ha- and have at least in the semifinals an MLS team and a Mexican team, a Liga MX team, to be able to fight for that final game and have give that MLS team or that Central America team uh, a little more hope for, for them to advance to the, to, the semif- uh, to the semifinal or the final and being able to go to the Mundial de Clubes, give them a bigger chance. At least it's a bigger chance for them to win it. Well, until the MLS takes this tournament seriously, I don't think anything's going to change. I mean, we can hope I... we can hope that at least... Uh, in Central America, you know that, that they're... Um, financial situation is is a lot more complicated so uh i i don't see that in you know in a very long time them uh, uh catching up but uh mls has the potential to do so but they yeah. just have to take this tournament seriously and change their calendar mm-hmm. so you know Ed was like uh-huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean it, i mean it's, it's true it's and and not only that, it's uh, MLS has to do a lot of changes in their league. And same thing with the Liga MX, is they, the teams don't really take this tournament that serious because at the end of the day, they know that one Mexican team is going to advance to the final and, my, and they win it even with their U20 team. So they're playing against these other teams that uh, economically are not, they're, they're not, they're, they don't even come close to the, to, but anyways. to the players the, the Mexican league has. And that makes a big difference. But anyways, isn't the format gonna change now that they're gonna do this mini mundialito now? Where yeah, the... but the 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 format to qualify is not gonna change. Yeah, but then it's it's gonna be more more teams going to the mundial, so it's not All gonna right. be just one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because now they're gonna have a brand new like format. club club and World Cup. Yes, it's gonna be every four years. So um, yeah, that's gonna change for sure. And I think that's another reason why they came up with that uh, Liga MX against MLS uh, tournament. So, because that's another one. So uh, for what for money? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, most of this boils down to money, right? Because <laughs> that's what uh, that's what yeah, they say. Pretty it's much. A, it's a business, and uh, you know that's what they intend to do. Uh, that uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. make money. So you know that's what that's what matters. So. Anyhow, uh, Edwin, uh, uh, it's uh, 
it's been a pretty uh, pretty good show, dude. Um, you know, despite our all all of our uh, brand new technology, you know, it's um, it's uh, yeah. so, it's something that we're trying, right? Yes. It's kind of hard, like you know, for yeah. all of you, anybody who's watching right now and doesn't like understand how difficult it is to do all this technical crap. I mean, it's it's tough, dude. You know what I mean? Like to get to get us like yeah, so. Yeah. So we were multi-streaming right now to uh, YouTube, Instagram, and to um, and to Twitter. Yes. Right. So and and uh, basically, you're sending the feed to to this one third-party application, and then they spit it out to everybody else. But it almost no, no, don't tell them that. I mean, just tell them the truth that you have someone <laughs> running all the way down, and then you know, three people back and forth plugging wires. And true, it's uh, it's uh, it's actually uh, not even uh, 4G, it's like 2G or one of those oh, things. Oh man, but anyway, the point is, dude, that it's um, you know, uh, hopefully, like you know, some of you guys were able to kind of come in and out and enjoy the show a little bit. Uh, I was waiting for somebody to, for you know, for somebody to. Amongst those uh, little uh, ins and outs, to ask for a shirt or a T-shirt, no one yet. No, <laughs> nobody asked for a T-shirt, so I guess nobody's getting a T-shirt. Oh, uh, ni modo. I mean, we I, got. I, we I st- won one. Man, I, I won one. A Edwin, a, yeah. Te la mandamos a Edwin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Edwin. By the way, we'll see, you, we'll see. We'll see on uh, on um, on Saturday, man, for the game. So oh, I hope you're ready, oh, dude. Yes, sir. There, right? I'll see you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, guys. I see you here. Uh, I'll take you some good places to eat in Houston. Yeah, we just got to... Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, now we just got to make sure that those guys from Houston end up uh, just giving us our credentials already. You know how they get. Wait until the very last minute to yeah, get the credentials. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Houston Dynamo? Yeah. Yeah, Houston Dynamo, LA Galaxy. So we're going to be there. Also, uh, we're going to have uh, a couple of uh, guys out at the LAFC versus Leon game. And then, uh, obviously, the big game of the weekend is LAFC versus Inter Miami and LA, dude. That's gonna be How awesome. I do like that one, right? Pizarro contra Vela. Yeah. So. LAFC all the way, guys. LAFC all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no salió dorado. All right. So, Edwin, tell me, dude. Tell me, talk to me, and give me your final thoughts for the show, dude. Uh, your overall recap. Oh man, it's. It was a great show. It's a, for the show for the for the overall weekend. It was a great jornada uh, siete. A lot of a lot of surprises. A lot of different teams uh, being the, the those big names. Those, those teams that we thought they were gonna get those results. And I don't know. We'll see what surprises we get for the jornada ocho. I think. And for the MLS man, we got we got great matches coming up, and hopefully we we finally get to see that soccer that we've been wanting to see in MLS now. All right, sounds good, brother. Hey, and for those of you guys uh, wanting to follow Edwin, make sure you follow him on Instagram at E-D-D-Y-A-E-L-23. All right, Edwin, so thank you very much again for your time, brother. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Eddie, Eddie, Yael? Eddie, Yael. Yeah, it's Ed Yael. That's my second name. That's the middle name. Tiene nombre de telenovela. De galán de telenovela. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cuídate, carnal. No, no, Thank you. No. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Que se vaya, que se vaya, porque se va a ser legal. All right, super. So, a ver, we don't we don't promote you enough, dude. Let's promote you. A ver, hey, ya ponemos tú. Ahí, ahí, ahí está, mira, el, ahí está. El super mojado, cabrones. Ahí está. Follow me. Uh-huh. El super mojado oficial en all my social media platforms, ahí en Twitter, 
Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube también. YouTube, hasta ahí, güey. De repente subo un video. De vez Once en a while, yeah. ¿De qué? <risa> pues aquí, de, haciéndome como que sé algo y no sé nada, pero... <risa> Un poquito de todo, ¿no? Un poquito de todo. Hey, yeah, we're going to start doing that. Well, now that the MLS starting, you know, we're going to be traveling uh, to a bunch of games. Uh, yeah, it's exciting, man. Getting some uh, footage from the crowds in, out there, you know, that's what we want to see. And, uh, you know, just come say hi if you see me out there, you know, haciéndome el güey. And, uh, <laughs> y ya los ponemos en YouTube a los güey, los hacemos famosos. Yeah, no, and uh, <laughs> and then for those of you guys, I keep on trying to like, let me show the, the, the t-shirt otra vez. A ver, enséñales. Enséñales la Para todos ustedes that want a t-shirt, if you do actually, for whatever reason, run into me and you see me, ask me for a t-shirt. And if I have one, I'll give one. There you. you go. ¿Verdad? Así de simple, güey. Just ask us for one and we'll give it to you. Ask and you shall receive, right? Yes. Pero en el chat nadie preguntó todavía. No, es que, I, es que vales queso. I think you, it's you, the technology. You hired, the, you hired this company that is... No, 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 no. Nos dejaron este mal por eh, la primera vez, pero... The, it's the first time. It's the first time. It's okay, man. Yes, sir. All we right. Gotta, we, gotta, we gotta keep trying. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yep. The podcast is still like... So for those of you guys who actually missed it, uh, we're gonna actually put the podcast on our... Um, YouTube page, uh, not our, not just on our YouTube page, but on our, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Spotify. Oh, right? Spotify, yes. Spotify and Google Play, Apple, it. all that stuff. So you can um, listen to uh, me trying to fix all the little details. <laughs> 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 all right, yeah. super. So, a ver, aviéntamela, pues. Tienes este, like you always do. Ya te voy a el aventar el piche. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, brother? arriba las chivas. Vamos, vamos con todo, cabrones. Eh. We gotta. Get back to, to the game and, you know, hay que alcanzar a las huilas ahí en la cima. So, let's see wow. if that happens this week against that's, León. Hopefully, LAFC gives them a, you know, like, tires them out really good this, you know, when is it? Wednesday? No, Thursday? Okay. León? Yeah. That's on uh, Thursday. Thursday. So, you guys get, yeah. if that's you guys can get tired and then, you know. So once Chivas plays against you guys, <laughs> we can defeat you. <laughs> As a matter of fact, our next episode is going to be on Thursday night at 9 p.m. So and the game starts at 10 o'clock. Oh, so it's going to be a little pregame show of that game, and we're going to have a special guest uh, on Thursday, Moisés Lonares, an anchor from Telemundo and NBC in Washington D.C. So there you go. All right, make Excellent. sure that you guys Something tune in to for look, that. Look forward to so. All right, super. So I think uh, yes, tuvo man. Despídate. Se acabó. All Vámonos. Right. Ahí está, la musiquita. Uh, remember that if you guys want to follow me, you can do so by doing that adding at Worldwide Mexican on Instagram, okay? And if you guys don't want to follow me, it's okay. Don't follow me. So, on behalf of Edwin Cáceres, Super Mojado. Ahí está, canijo. I am Joe Rodriguez. Thank you very much for tuning in. This has been the EPO, ETO Podcast. ETO Podcast. Episodio 42. Ya estuvo. Thank you very much for tuning in again. Till next time. Adiós.